When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello there, welcome to another episode of This Week in History, with me your host Dan the Viking. Now, many of you will recognise that as the last post, Um, I believe there are slightly different um, versions in in different countries. Um, And the reason I've started with this one this week is because we are doing an episode um, to do with the First World War. And it's one that I've always found a bit strange um, it's one of those wars I still, to this day, couldn't tell you why it actually happened. Um, but it's one that we remember in this country. We always remember it um, on sep- uh, September. Sorry, that's, that's American. November the 11th, 11-11 um, eleven, eleven at 11 o'clock. And I thought this week I would do... Um, a bit of a tribute uh, we're recording this um, on the 10th of November and instead of doing an episode about the war or about specific battles or something like that I thought I would do a collection of poems from the first world war 
And a lot of poems were actually written during the First World War by soldiers. And I thought this would be quite good. Um, something that... Yeah, so I've not seen any podcasts do this. So I thought I would uh, I would give it a go. So we're going to start with Anthem for the Doomed Youth by Wilfred Owen. And Wilfred Owen fought the Somme. Um, and then was admitted to Craig Lockhart War Hospital in Edinburgh in 1917 after suffering PTSD uh, diagnosed as shell shock, um, where he met met, uh, a man called Siegfried Sassoon, who helped him channel his war flashbacks into poetry. Um, He returned to fight and was eventually killed in action um, a week before the war ended in the start of November 1918. And this poem is... What passing bells for those who die as cattle, only the monstrous anger of the guns, only the stuttering rifle's rapid rattle, can patter out their hasty horizons. No mockeries now for them, no prayers nor bells, nor any voice of mourning save the choirs. The shrill, demented choirs of wailing shells and bugles calling for them from sad shires. What candles may be held to speed of them all? Not in the hands of boys, but in their eyes shall shine the holy glimmers of goodbyes. The pallor of girls' brow shall be their pale. Their flowers, their tenderness of patient minds, and each slow dusk drawing down of blinds. Siegfried Sassoon was the man who obviously channeled him into this. Um, he he actually uh, wrote a poem as well. It was called "The Kiss." Um, Sassoon was actually decorated uh, for bravery on the Western Front. He was nicknamed Mad Jack. So I believe. I don't think I have done an episode on Mad Jack, um, but it's it's definitely on the pipeline. Um, and this was because he was essentially he was near suicidal. In 1917, he rebelled against the conduct of war in a letter to his commanding officer and was sent to Craig Lockhart War Hospital, where he was treated for PTSD. He returned to the front, but was wounded in 1918 when he was shot in the head by a fellow a fellow British soldier who'd mistaken him for a German. Um, he survived and then wrote the the book or the poem The Kiss. Um, this was shortly before the Battle of the Somme. To these I turn, in these I trust, brother lead and sister steel. To his blind power I make appeal. I guard her beauty, clean from rust, He spins and burns and loves in the air and splits a skull to win my praise but the nobly marching days she glitters naked, cold and fair Sweet sister, grant your soldier this that in good fury he may feel the body where he sets his steel quail from your downward darting kiss The next one is written by a poet and uh, he ended up becoming a an accomplished musician and composer, a man named Ivor Gurney. 
Um, he wrote hundreds of poems and more than 300 songs. Um, he survived the war, but was sectioned to a mental hospital in 1922. Um, and this was a very, very common thing for soldiers at this time, um, just being sectioned, because they didn't know how to treat PTSD. But Ivor Gurney, um, he died of tuberculosis in a City of London mental hospital in 1937. And he wrote the poem on Somme. Suddenly into their still earth, air bursts thudding and thudding and cold fear possessed me all on the grey slopes there were winter in sullen brooding hung between height and depth of the ugly fall of heaven to earth the thudding was illness own but still a hope i give that there were there going over i in the line i should not fail but take recover from others courage and not as coward be known no flame we saw the noise and the dread alone was battle to us men was were enduring there such and such things in wire tangled to shatters blown courage kept but ready to vanish at first touch fear but just held Poets were luckier once, in the hot fray swallowed, and some magnificence. The next one's actually an American. Um, a lot of these do tend to be British and American. Um, the the American one was by a man named Alan Seeger, um, and it's called "I Have a Rendezvous with Death." The American poet volunteered to fight. In the French Foreign Legion in 1914, he died at the Battle of the Somme on the 4th of July 1916. Um, Seeger was reported to have been cheering on the second wave of advance as he lay dying from his wounds. Um, I Have a Rendezvous with Death was published uh, after the war. I Have a Rendezvous with Death at some disputed barricade. When spring comes back with rustling shade And apple blossoms fill the air I have a rendezvous with death When spring brings back blue days and fair It may be he shall take my hand And lead me into his dark land And close my eyes and quench my breath It may be I shall pass him still I have a rendezvous with death on some sacred slope of Battle Hill, when spring comes round again this year, and the meadow flowers appear, God knows twere better to be deep, pillowed in silk and scented down, where love throbs out in blissful sleep, pulse nigh to pulse and breath to breath, where hushed awakens our dear. But I've a rendezvous with death. At midnight in some flaming town, When spring trips north again this year, And I pledged my word am true, I shall not fail that rendezvous. That's quite a poignant one. Um, I think a lot of these, When you put yourself into the position That these uh, young men were were in in the in the first world war and the death and destruction 
all around. And and again, like I said, I still, you know, over a hundred years later, can't really explain why the First World War happened. The next poem is by Robert Graves. It's called Two Fusiliers. Now, he was a famous poet, novelist, and critic. Um, He fought at the Battle of the Somme, um, and he was so badly wounded, he was reported to have died. Um, Graves um, was friends with Sassoon, and following Sassoon's anti-war statement, um, he perused military authorities um, and found that his friend was suffering with PTSD. He did not die at the battle, um, he actually lived until 1985, um, and it, like I said, this one's called the Two Fusiliers. And have we done with war at last? Well, we've been lucky, devils both, and there's no need of pledge or oath to bind our lovely friendship fast by firmer stuff, close bound enough. By wire and wood and stake we're bound. By fry court and by festibert. By whipping rain, by the sun's glare. By all misery and loud sound. By a spring day, by a picard clay. Show me the two so closely bound. As we, by the wet bond of blood. By friendship blossoming from mud. By death we faced him, and we found beauty in death, in dead men breath. I mean, it's quite poignant when you actually look at some of these um, just horrible words that you can't really, you can't really explain. And I find I find it fascinating that you know, obviously now there is a, a a big thing about poems from the from the first world war and i always wonder did these actually you know nowadays do soldiers still write poetry um is that something that you guys do i mean i, I know i have some some soldiers who listen um to the show and i'd i'd love to know do you still write poetry um or is it now with the computer age? Uh, is is there a different outlet? I mean, poetry was probably the only outlet for these guys. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. Someone let me know. Um, the next one is by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Rupert Brooke is called The Soldier 
If I should die, think only this of me, that there's some corner of a foreign field that is forever England. There shall be in that rich earth a richer dust concealed, a dust whom England bore, shaped, made aware, gave once her flowers to love, her ways to roam, a body of England's breathing English air, washed by rivers, blessed by sons of home. And think this heart all evil shed away, a pulse in the eternal mind, no less give somewhere back the thoughts by England's given. Her sights and sounds dream happy as her day, and laughter learnt of friends and gentleness, in hearts at peace under English heaven. I think a lot of poets would actually write things um, to do with home. You know, I can understand completely why you would write write to home. I know a lot of soldiers um, wrote letters, and I think this might be just another way, like I said, just another way of dealing with the pure barbarity of the First World War. Um, the next one is by Charles Hamilton Sawley. It's called To Germany. You are blind like us. You hurt no man designed, and no man claimed the conquest of your land. But gropers, both through fields of thought confined, we stumble and we do not understand. You only saw your future bigly planned, and we, the tapering paths of our own mind, and in each other's dearest way we stand, and hiss and hate, and the blind fight the blind. When it is peace, then we may view again, with new-worn eyes, each other's truer form and wonder, grown more loving, kind and warm, We'll grasp firm hands and laugh at the cold pain when it is peace. But until peace, the storm, the darkness, and the thunder and the rain. And I find this one really, really interesting because he's almost saying we're we're still friends. You know, we don't know why we're here. We don't know why we're fighting, um, but we want to there is something there we do want to be friends um these ones the ones that i've just read the last uh, handful were actually written in 1914 um now there are so so many um they they ravage on through through the years um i'll go for for one that was um written in 1916 um and it was called the trumpet and it was by edward thomas this was written between uh, the Battle of the Somme and it says rise up, rise up and the trumpet blowing chases the dreams of men as the dawn glowing the stars that left unlit, the land and water rise up and scatter the dew that covers the print of last night's lovers scatter it, scatter it while you are listening to the clear horn forget men Everything on this earth newborn, except that it is lovelier than any mysteries. Open your eyes to the air, 
that has washed the eyes of the stars through the, all the dewy night, up with the light, told the old wars, arise, arise. I like this one because you, you can read it almost like a poem. Uh, almost, sorry, almost like a trumpet, um, the way it, it's done. Um, I do want to write... Uh, to, uh, sorry, I do want to read um, almost to, to finish with um, probably the most famous poem written um yeah it was it's not the longest but it, it's the one that you know it it resonates with people especially in this country um we wear the poppy in this country um on remembrance day and most most people will wear it for a, a long time and i wear mine probably for the week or two before remembrance day and, and sometimes the week or two after um, mainly because these men, and I will say men, not men and women, because the men fought in the First World War. Um, these men died for for this country. They were in the most horrible, horrific war ever known to to mankind. And these poems are for them. You know, the remembrance is for them. And and I don't think it should be just one day. Um, you know, we not an, an insult, but we give a month to pride we get we do pride month and that's not an insult to anybody who celebrates that um and but you didn't fight and die for this country um to get pride so we should be giving a lot more to our veterans and a lot more to our history than just one measly day in november so to me i will wear it as long as i can if i have upset someone with that comment it's not intentional um but maybe you should grow up um like so this next one is probably the most famous poem uh written in the second uh, sorry in the first world war and it was by john mccray and it's called in flanders fields in flanders fields the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place and in the sky the larks still bravely singing fly scarce heard amid the guns below we are the dead shot days ago we live felt dawn saw sunset glow loved and were loved and now we lie in flanders fields take up our quarrel with the foe to you from failing hands we throw the torch be yours to hold it high if ye break faith with us who die we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders fields. I'm going to leave it there because I think that is, I know it's only a short episode, but I think that is the most poignant um, poem for the British, at least. Um, I, I don't know American traditions. I don't know if you wear a poppy in America. I don't even know if your Remembrance Day is the same as ours. So someone listening, please tell me. Um, but for Britain, um, and when I say Britain, I, I include the Commonwealth, I include Australia, I include New Zealand, Canada, Newfoundland, these places, uh, India as well, that came and fought along our side and and won the war for us. You know, it's um, the British Commonwealth, the, the, the unity that we have 
between these countries and I know it's waning and I know a lot of people in Australia um, they want to to move away and I know a lot of people in Canada don't like being associated with the British and, and I get that um, but this is one point in history where the Commonwealth stood together and fought and won um, so in Flanders Fields I think is probably the most poignant to anybody part of the British Commonwealth part of that anyone who basically anyone who has a union jack in their flag um and Canada <laughs> yeah I, I hope this um it's actually been a bit of an emotional one for me um this episode and, and I don't I hope that hasn't come across in my voice because it hasn't been there's been a frog in my throat reading some of these poems like I said I haven't done a huge amount there was hundreds of poems written absolutely hundreds I could have done a two three hour episode reading all the poems that were that were written or the all the main poems I mean you could probably be doing it for days the amount of poems that were actually written um and I don't think you all really want to listen to me reading poems for for hours so um I'm gonna like I say I, I say this with a heavy heart you know I hope we do do our remembrance this weekend um on a on a side note um i hope when this goes out this will go out um on monday so it'll go out on the 12th i hope that britain especially um hasn't descended into a civil war because prior to reading this poem um we are in a, a bit of a turmoil in this country there are Palestinian marches that are planned for London and as much as I totally agree with your right to protest uh, that weekend it's not the weekend to do it um, I'm not I'm not agreeing with with the protest on, on Remembrance Day I'm, I'm sorry it's not for that it is a day to remember the British soldiers who fought and died for this country it's not a day to protest the war going on somewhere else um i know that's really hard because we do have the right to protest in this country but for me it's not the day to do it and i do feel that there are enough british people out there that will be absolutely mortified by this protest going on there's even rumors that this protest is going to attempt to attack the cenotaph um, in London, so for those of you who don't know, the Cenotaph is essentially a grave. It is the big war memorial in the centre of London. Um, if it is attacked by pro-Palestinian protesters, I dread to think what will happen in this country because you don't back the British into a corner, um, and that seems to be what might be happening here. We have been appeasing, you know marches from everyone not just not just this you know these just stop oil and things like that we've been appeasing these for a long long time and um i think now is you know we need to to make sure that if they are going to protest it's peaceful it's a way of the london city center um but we shall see we've yet to find out so um like i said i do hope nothing nothing happens over the weekend but yeah, um, my thoughts do go out. By the way, I'm just going to say this. Um, I'm not 
again, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Um, I'm not giving my opinion regardless of anything when it comes to the Israel-Palestine situation. The same as I didn't when it went out to the Russians and Ukraine because my opinion is uh, could be seen as controversial depending on what way you look at it. Um, my only thought in this goes out to the innocent people. The people like me, you, children, um, women and children, um, and and innocent men. I mean, this is another thing that's completely, it's always forgotten. Innocent men. We are innocent too. I'm not a soldier. I will never be a soldier. I'm far too big and heavy to be a soldier. So if a war comes to my country, I'm an innocent bystander. But it's always women and children, women and children. Everyone forgets about the, the innocent men as well. Innocent casualties at war is unfortunately a byproduct of humanity. It should never happen, and my thoughts go out to all of those, whether that is the Israelis who are um, currently being kidnapped, the Israelis who passed away, um, when I say passed away, the Israelis who were murdered um, at the music festival, um, this disgusting, barbaric um but what israel have done in the last few days um is equally as bad so innocent people dying on both sides for absolutely no reason other than pure hatred so my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone um and hope like i said stay safe and yeah thanks for listening guys Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.